0: Unlock your hip flexors, stretch your hip flexors, massage your hip flexors. Those hip flexors get a lot of blame for being tight, but are they actually tight to the point where they are shortened? And what do we need to do to unlock them? Let's dive in. Welcome to Rehab for Runners, the podcast for runners who are ready to get out of pain and run with more confidence. Dr. Lisa will guide you with the clarity you need to unleash your potential with tools, practical tips, and exercises so you can enjoy your runs and exceed your goals. Well, hey there, runner. It's me, Dr. Lisa, physical therapist and host of Rehab for Runners. I'm so excited you're here because I can't wait to just set things straight with these hip flexors and give you more clarity, especially if you have tight hip flexors, knee pain or hip pain or even low back pain. So the other day I was scrolling on social media, I think it was Facebook, and I saw an ad to unlock... And stretch your hip flexors for pain free running. And I love to look at the comments. If you don't look at the comments on posts, you're missing a lot of entertainment. But the comments were basically saying, oh, yeah, mine are very tight. Like I need to stretch them or I need to do this program, whatever. And I was just thinking, Just because your hip flexor feels tight doesn't mean that it needs to be strengthened. And that's what I really want to talk about today because let's face it, we use our hip flexors when we're running. It is a very large and powerful muscle group that is used when you bring your leg forward in that swing phase. So it's really important that we use our hip flexors, but it's also important that we pick up on what we need to do if we have tight hip flexors, if they feel tight or if they feel weak or you're having some sort of hip pain as well, knee pain, low back pain. And if you follow me on social media, specifically Instagram, then you know that static stretching is not always the answer. And research is really coming out with how static stretching is just not the answer for a lot of athletes. And I'll explain why. But if you're post-op, if you've had, you know, been in a brace for a long period of time, that's a different story because the muscle group or the muscles are actually shortened to the point where they need to be lengthened. Completely different story than a runner who just has tight hip flexors after running a long runner. In the middle of their run, they start to experience tight hip flexors. So that's more of the group that I'm going to be talking about today. Let's start with talking about what are the hip flexors. Basically, the hip flexors is a muscle group of muscles that flex the hip, which means that if you're in standing, you're bringing your knee into your chest and that hip is going into hip flexion. Two major hip flexor muscles, you have the iliacus and the psoas major. They come together to form the iliopsoas as a muscle tendon and they insert to part of the femur or your thigh bone. But the psoas major actually originates in the lumbar spine and the iliacus originates in the iliac fossa. So two different insertion points. One is lumbar spine. So I think that's why psoas major gets a lot of heat for causing low back pain because it's pulling on the lumbar spine, which could be part of why you have low back pain, but I wouldn't say that's the entire reason for it. But just know that those two muscles come together to form the iliopsoas tendon. And you also have the TFL, which is your tensor and I love the name of it, and um, it sounds like a Starbucks drink, (laughs) and that starts at the ASIS, which is in the front of your pelvis, the hip bone or pelvic bone in the front, and it inserts into the IT band, so that's really, really important. helps flex the hip, but it also helps support that hip and inserts right into the ITB. The next hip flexor muscle is your rectus femoris, and that is a fun muscle because It's the only quadricep muscle. So think about your quadriceps. They sit on the front of your thigh. It's the only quadricep muscle that crosses the hip and acts as a hip flexor. So all other quadricep muscles only cross the knee, which means they're only extending the knee. So you have the three quadricep muscles that only extend the knee and then your rectus femoris also extends the knee and flexes the hip. So that's really important to note. But also all these muscles don't just flex the hip. They have separate actions that include hip rotation, lumbar extension, and stabilization of the hip and lumbar spine as well. So it's important to note that it's not just that all these muscles only flex the hip because there's rotation happening as well, internal and external rotation. So just important to note that for the hip joint. If you want to feel your hip flexor activating, if you're in a seated position, you can find kind of like the crease of your hip where it meets, um, like your pelvis, where it meets your thigh, put your fingers in that crease. If you're in seated and just lift your knee up and you'll feel a muscle pop into your fingers and that's your hip flexor muscles. Um, probably most likely it's your rectus femoris and your iliopsoas. So now that you know a little bit of the anatomy of the hip flexors, let's go over what role they play when we're running. And I already told you that they're a powerhouse muscle, especially if you wanna run faster, you have to have strong hip flexors. As you increase your speed, it requires more hip flexion and hip flexion activation or strength. So if you wanna run faster, strengthen those hip flexors. And that's going to help you drive your foot forward once that foot leaves the ground. So in that swing phase, we call it where that leg is coming from hip extension all the way into hip flexion right before your foot hits the ground. That's when the hip flexors are working. And if they're not strong, you're not going to have a strong knee drive and it's going to be a little bit more difficult to also increase your speed. So just note that as well. Now, if you're feeling hip flexor tightness when you're running, what can we do to get rid of this? I hear this all the time. So let's break this down because it's not as simple as just stretching your hip flexors. You might have even done this and... Been like oh they feel tight but then the next day when you're running the tightness sensation just comes back so if you are having tightness I don't recommend that you go into static stretching I recommend that you try a couple other things first so first thing that I would recommend that you're doing if you're having tightness in your hip flexor just understand that tightness the sensation of tightness is very different than the sensation of pain If you're having the sensation of tightness, it's probably a good sign that your hip flexors need to be strengthened. They might be a little bit weaker, so you probably need to strengthen your hip flexors, but don't confuse that with pain. I like to say the sensation of tightness feels basically like you just need to stop and stretch them. You're not having sharp, achy pain, and you're able to keep going without the pain increasing as you continue to run or as you increase your speed. So just take note of that. But if you're having pain when you're running in your hip flexor, that might be a sign that it's not necessarily the hip flexor's fault per se, and you might need to look at other muscles and how they're activating while you're running. So let me give you an example. A good example is the diagnosis of hip impingement. So that means that the hip joint is pinching and you usually have pain in the front of your hip, even to the inside groin area of your hip. And it's important, side note, it's important that you address hip impingement, which is very common because running is repetitive and running Um, You go into a lot of hip flexion, so those two things. So it's really important that you take care of hip impingement because if you don't take care of it, eventually down the road, it could lead to a labral tear. But if you are having that pinching sensation, achy, pain, burning, something that just, it doesn't feel right, it feels like pain, even if it's low-level pain, a lot of the time that could be because your hip flexors are being overworked. So if they're being overworked, That doesn't mean that you need to strengthen them. They're already strong enough. They're working overtime, I like to say, and you might have to strengthen other muscles so the hip flexors can calm down, so they can decrease the amount of time that they're working or the amount of contraction that they're going through, and they can kind of calm down and you can decrease that pain. If you have hip impingement or hip flexor pain, you might find that you have a lot of difficulty sitting for a long period of time because it's painful bringing, um, obviously running, but also like bringing your knee into your chest and also going into that hip internal rotation might be painful as well because it's basically just causing more of a pinch or a pinching sensation, closing the gap in the, um, hip joint itself. So take note of that. So what do we want to do if you're having hip flexor pain? Of course, we want to unlock your hip flexors. We want them to be free. We don't want them to be painful. And that usually looks like opening the hip up into hip external rotation because it's almost like your hip is stuck into hip flexion and hip internal rotation. So if you think of bringing your knee up to your chest and then bringing your foot out to the side. So that's that hip internal rotation with hip flexion. So we want to bring, we want to open that hip up. So that's going to look like two complete opposite motions. So we have hip flexion. So we want to open it up into hip extension where you bring your leg behind your body. And we also want to open it up into that hip external rotation. So if you think about If you're in a seated position and you're going into a figure four position where you're bringing your foot across to the opposite thigh, almost like you're putting on your socks or shoes in a seated position, that's that hip external rotation. So you're opening the hip up. So the first thing that I would do is work on the mobility of hip extension and hip external rotation if you have pain. The next thing I would do is understand this concept of... Your hip flexor dominating due to other muscles not working or contracting like they should. So let's talk about the glute max because I love to talk about the glute max. I think it's a very powerful muscle and it's really important when it's used correctly, but unfortunately it's not always used correctly when we're running and it can cause a lot of compensations that can lead to injuries. So If your glute max, which your glute max does hip extension and it does hip external rotation. And if your glute max is not, you know, it's turning on, but maybe it's not activating at a certain time that it should in the gait cycle, or it's not activating to its full capacity when you're running. And therefore the hip flexor is almost like it's taking over and dominating. That's what a dominant muscle is doing. It's basically telling the glute max, I got this, you don't have to turn on, I'm just gonna dominate and turn on right before the glute max is supposed to turn on, so therefore it doesn't have to activate as much or doesn't have to contract to its full degree. And a lot of the time when glute max doesn't contract like it should, hip flexors are gonna dominate, your low back is gonna dominate as well, and your adductors on the inner thigh can dominate as well. So those three muscle groups can take over. So you might also have low back pain as well. You might also have really tight adductors, really painful hip flexors because all of those three muscle groups are dominating all because glute max is not turning on. So if you're having hip flexor pain, don't always blame the hip flexors. They're just doing their job. They're picking up slack and they're dominating and that unfortunately can cause pain. If you're having hip flexor pain, I highly recommend that you do more than foam rolling and static stretching, and you need a plan that's going to address exactly why you have this pain, and that allows you to get back to running pain-free. That's why I recommend that you go through the HIP program if you are having hip flexor pain. And it's just going to address exactly why you're having that pain. So you can get out of pain all from your house. You have 12 weeks of exercises that cover strength, stability, and mobility and prep you for pain-free running. So I'll link that below in the show notes if you're interested. So to summarize those hip flexors, if they are tight, they probably need to be strengthened. I also want to add that I don't want you blaming sitting for a long period of time as the cause of your tight hip flexors. Ideally, if you have a desk job, like a seated desk job, you're able to move, let's say get up and move and stretch every one to two hours. But just because you're sitting for a long period of time doesn't mean that your hip flexor is in a shortened position to where the muscle fibers have shortened to the point where they cannot stretch. Through that full range of motion. So if you're sitting on a seat desk job or you drive a lot and then you're going to run, you are stretching out the hip flexors as you run because you're going through a range of motion that has your hip going into hip extension and hip flexion. So that's why it's not the same like sitting for a long period of time is not the same as someone who's in a brace or bed rest because you are eventually walking even as you going through hip extension and hip flexion. So that's why static stretching is not the answer and also just try to move your posture around try to change positions frequently if you do have a seated desk job. Now, if you're having hip flexor pain to the point where it feels tender to touch, you're having an achy or burning sensation in your hip flexor when you're running, chances are it's dominating and you need to strengthen other muscle groups beside your hip flexor. So strengthening the hip flexor is not necessarily the solution. That would be chasing the pain if you had hip flexor pain when running. So ideally, you're working on the posterior side of your hip, working on opening up the hip, and therefore decreasing that pain. If you want more information about the hip flexors, I did a podcast interview with Coach Elizabeth from Running Explained, And I walk you through how to test if your hip flexors are weak or if they are actually in a shortened position. So I'll link that episode below. It was a really good episode. We talk about literally everything hip flexor. So if you have any questions after this podcast, then I highly recommend that you go check out that podcast episode and I'll just link it below. And that concludes how to unlock your hip flexors. Don't forget to perform a dynamic warm-up, perform your post-run mobility, get the hip moving, get the ankles moving, get the low back and the thoracic spine moving, and then also strengthen those hip flexors during your strength program. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, make sure you rate and review it so I can keep bringing you free content. And as always, have a great run, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.